Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. I am super excited because, man, like summer, like I feel like we're just getting started, but it's been amazing so far. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, you need to go and follow me right now. My handle is at T-E-E forever underscore. And the reason why I say that is because last year in December, I said 2020 is going to be explosive for me. Like this is my year of like doing things that I've only dreamed about. Okay. And a lot has happened in this year. We've had, we've had COVID, we've had to be, you know, locked down in quarantine. We've had, you know, the racial revolution and all these different things happening in the same year. We lost Kobe. We lost so many people, right? A lot has happened. A lot of changes have taken place, but one amazing thing that I can say that is happening this year and in my life is that I'm experiencing incredible, incredible growth. And that's something to celebrate, even in the midst of the storms, even in the midst of the challenges and the disappointments and the setbacks and the, you know, anxiety and the stress and the overwhelm and all these different things that we face as goal getters. I'm sure that you can find even one thing that you can celebrate. And so I want to invite you in this moment to just pause this episode and go into a victory dance, go and put on some music that really inspires and pumps you up. Because although you faced your share of challenges in this year, there's so much more greatness in store for you, so much more purpose in store for you, so much more alignment and freedom and growth in store for you. So instead of focusing on everything that's going wrong, everything that hasn't happened yet, everything that you hope will happen this year, everything that you're dreaming about that you desire to have happen this year. Like just pause this episode, grab your journal and begin to write out things that you're actually grateful for, things that are actually working out the way that you had hoped it would work out this year. All right. So in this episode, you're going to hear from one of my really, really good friends. Her name is Camila and she, you're going to hear her journey about how she went from like, not having a business to becoming a mom, to becoming a mompreneur, AKA starting her business as a mom. And like, y'all know with me, I have three under three and it's crazy. Like, like it's, 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 it's a full-time job, um, taking care of kids, like without doing anything else. And then you want to add a business in the mix where you are self-employed, you are responsible for your own income. You are, you know, the person that is kind of like steering your career, right? It's a whole different ball game. And so in this episode, you're going to hear about how she did this in a way that helped her to align with her purpose and, and experience true freedom from the inside out. Like you guys hear me talk about this often here. And it's, it's this idea of creating success from the inside out, achieving your goals from the inside out, aligning your life with your purpose right? You're going to hear about how Camila was able to do this while being a mom. She didn't get lost in her identity or in her role of, you know, being a mom and being a wife and having to take care of other people. Like she's still fully committed to living a life of purpose, being intentional with every minute. And that's what helped her to build and scale her business. So without further ado, here is the episode. I hope that you enjoy it. So I'm going to, I'm going to drop in this intro 
and you pause this and go listen to your your boogie down music all right freaking freaking let's go hey what's up it's your girl t forever and you are now tuned into the how to turn your goals into reality podcast i help purpose-driven goal-getters leaders and big dreamers who struggle with self-discipline and procrastination to take action on their big crazy business and lifestyle goals all so that you can live 100% in control of your life. So you know what I mean, right? Imagine a life where you have 100% control of your time, your income, your relationships, your environment, all that good stuff, right? So this is the place where you come to learn practical strategies that'll help you to turn your goals into reality in 90 days or less. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, what's up? It's your girl T and we are back for another episode with one of my friends. So before she jumps in and lets you know all about, you know, who she is and what she's been up to, um, I just want to give you a quick summary of, of um, who she is. And by the way, just so you guys know, we are all locked up in quarantine still. So if you hear any kids in the background, any crying, any noise, it's all good. We're just rolling with the punches and, and this is what it is. So we have um, kids here and you know, just, just so you know, um, there might be some background noise. So I apologize in advance, but my friend has been able to, she's gone from esthetician to a full on businesswoman. So she was able to move from Brazil to the States. And, um, in that process, she became a housewife and then she moved up to being a mom, but still like a stay at home mom. So imagine going from being a esthetician working for yourself, like, you know, um, being independent, having your own place and all that stuff to getting married, you know, becoming a wife and then becoming a stay at home mom. Like imagine that transition. She's going to walk us through like all of her thought processes, how she was able to do that without, you know, becoming depressed. Because I know that many times when you have, um, a strong vision for your life and then things kind of don't play out that way, it's easy to fall into, oh, why me? Why is this happening? You know, I'm stuck. What can I do to get out of here? And all that kind of negative thinking. So she's going to share with us the kind of thoughts and, and the ideas that came to her while she was going through that, that season. So eight months into her, her uh, child being born, so her baby, her baby was eight months old, um, she was able to take the leap of faith and she joined a direct sales company. And she's going to tell us all about what that is um, when she jumps on. But um, her story is incredible. Like after months of not feeling like herself and um, just going through, you know, the way that a lot of us moms feel after we have kids, like we feel we're excited for the kid and we know that they're a blessing, but we sometimes lose ourselves in being a mom. We lose the vision that we have for our life. We lose, you know, the ability to focus, like to really focus in on our, our goals because we have to, you know, take care of our babies and all that kind of stuff. So she's going to open up and tell us about how she transitioned from being a stay-at-home mom to being a business owner. And she's going to talk about how she um, took her business within three months from like zero sales to having her biggest sales month ever. Okay. Uh, I want to welcome my friend Camila. Girl, how are you doing? Hi, T. It's an honor being here. Thank you so much. I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you here because I 
like I've gotten to know you over the last little bit. And I just, I know that your story is so powerful. So I'm excited to, to have you here to share it with us and to just walk us through your journey. Wow. was really a big transition and listen to you talk through it. It's, it seems it happened. It happened yesterday, but I know <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was kind of hard. A few times was hard and I cried, but after I picked, everything together and you know on my dictionary there's no feeling sorry for myself or stay stuck you know even though I have feeling it but I decided to just pick myself up and moving on come on and yeah (laughs) I'm kind of nervous still (laughs) don't be nervous don't be nervous at all like this this is a community where we're free to be ourselves like There's so many times where I mess up on the podcast and I, you know, do silly things and whatever. And it's all good. Like this this is is the place to just let your guard down and just be you. You know, everybody is accepted as they are. So you don't need to be polished. You don't need to be anything because that's not who I am. That's not who we are. That's like, no, (laughs) you're fine. Yeah, And that's great. And that's great. I love that. (laughs) So, yeah, I... I worked for myself and with um, a place I was an esthetician and I love, I love to take care of others. I love everything beauty related mm-hmm. and I loved what I, I was done. I was doing and I get married and my husband got transferred to here. Wait, 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 okay. before we go into that, tell us what was it about <laughs> You're you're like fully diving in. I we want to know like the very very beginning. So when you got into to, to beauty and esthetician, what attracted okay. you to that? Um, you know, I I had a regular job in sales before, mm-hmm. but I wasn't happy with um, everything that I saw around me because it, I don't know if you had an experience in sales before with a company. I felt like a number, you know. Oh yeah. Every time I just felt like a number. I didn't feel um loved or I couldn't love everybody everybody else because the po- the, the the company policy was um numbers, just based mm-hmm. on numbers. And that wasn't working for me. And I started to look for something that I would love to do. And I always love everything related to beauty. I love to take care of my nails, my hair, of myself and I I thought hmm, if I'm choosing something to study and to do for the for the rest of my life, it needs to be related to beauty and people because I love beauty and I love people. So I decided to look everything and I look into cosmetology. I look into, into the institution school that in Brazil is kind of different from here, but still kind of the same. Um, and I started to fell in love with everything related to skin, to the care. And I first started to study. And after I get um, kind of an internship, mm-hmm. I, I was still studying and doing the internship. That's okay. That's and great. I just felt in love with the contact that I had with the, the customers. And yeah. to get to know them, to listen to their stories, 
So I wasn't just taking care of their skin, but we had so many good conversations and they, they, they opened up for me in a way that I could help them also in their own lives. And that was where I really felt in love with being an institution. I could take, in, take care of them on the outside, but also on the inside. So that was the hook for me back then. Yeah. And I finished my studies and I just keep working. I worked in a, in a spa, but I also started to get customers for myself. And even though it was kind of really hard, I worked a lot all day long, like 12 hours. It didn't felt um, tired at all because I love what I was doing. Wait, so just to make sure that I heard you clearly, you said that you were working 12-hour days, sometimes at the spa, sometimes yeah. with your own individual clients, and you didn't feel tired. Yes. No, it's, it's, of course, I felt tired, but there, I think are, there are two kinds of tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tired when you were tired physically and mentally, mm-hmm. that you, are, you felt drained. And there is just the tired kind that you feel tired, but you felt complete. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. I know you felt you complete because you know you did something good. Right. That's exactly how I, I've been feeling this week. I've, I've had a lot of like back-to-back meetings and different stuff going on this week. And even though at the end of the day, when everything is done, I feel complete. And I, I feel like it's time to rest. You know what I mean? But I'm not drained. I'm not like overwhelmed and overworked. Yeah. I just feel complete. Like I did I did what I was supposed to do today. Yeah, it's I think it's when you find your purpose. Come on. So you can you can achieve this kind of tired or this kind of place where you are tired, but you are satisfied with everything that you did because you did your part in in contribute to the word, you know? So yeah. I think that's when you find your purpose. So honestly, yeah, I, I felt that way. And um and it was great. I, I loved I I I really loved I miss <laughs> a little <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> awesome. So how did you how did you transition from you know working and, and running your own business to then getting married and becoming a stay-at-home mom? Yeah, at, at first, um, we get married and I say I, I keep working on my business and we didn't have kids, but it was, was everything normal on my routine. But then he got this this offer to come work in the States and it was scary. I, I, I cannot um, hide the fact that it was super scary mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to do. You, I, I felt like, okay, now it's when I, one decision in my life will change my life completely. Mm. And it's scary, right? Yeah. I didn't know if I, I, I love him a lot. And at that point, when he told me about the moving and the process and then the, and that he wanted really, really very much to come, I was like, oh my God, what should I do? Should I go with him? And leave everything that I have done until now, everything that I did for myself until now behind, 
and start from zero? Um, or, or should I stay and say bye-bye to the love of my life? <laughs> I don't love you that was... much, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't, I was not on that place because I love it that much. I'm yeah, here, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was like, okay, I did it once. I find something that I love and I did, I, I, I'm, I'm doing my career. I, and <laughs> I can do it again. Yeah. Now, when Come you do on. something, when you, for me at least, when you can do something that amazes you, that empowers you to do it again. Yeah. That gives you the, the that shows you that you can do it again mm-hmm. from zero if you, if you need to, because a lot of times we need to start from zero on our lives. Right. Yeah. So I embrace the love of my life and move kind of thousands and thousands of miles and in the beginning was everything like oh my god this place is so beautiful we moved to Orlando and Disney wow oh yeah (laughs) I have never been in Disney before (laughs) so uh we went to the parks we went to to you know um explore the place and everything was great here with you have more security you can walk on the street um more freely than in brazil unfortunately mm-hmm. um so i was loving everything but after uh the housewife life kind of struck me and i was oh my god what should i do oh at, in that point i didn't speak english at okay. all yeah yeah i was just like hi my name is camila husband please order my food <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like that. <laughs> so I decided to go to school and learn English and it was great. Um, she got me a bicycle and I bike every day to go to school. Nice. And I, I made friends there. I have a really good friend that we talk in, um, until today. And we started to get together to study the Bible. She just hang out. And after that, I got a GED here because I didn't bring all my documents from Brazil. And unfortunately, I couldn't um, work as an institution because here I would need to go back to school again and start everything again. And the plan was that English, um, when I was able to, you know, talk and everything fluently, I would go back to school, mm-hmm. but sometimes you plan your life and things go a little bit different. Oh, I yeah. got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I got pregnant and was the most uh, happy thing that happened. Yeah. So I just decided to postpone my plan and go back to school later. So. Was everything okay? I was going to school. I had my day filled, you know. Mm-hmm. But when my baby was born, you know, you have kids. And it's kind of lonely. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to school anymore. I wasn't seeing a lot of people. Yeah. I wasn't able to go out as much as, as I love. Because, you know, when you're born, a lot of things. You need to learn a lot of things. And oh, with yeah. family far it's 
I don't know if it's harder when you have family close, but I know what's hard for me to figure out things just by myself. Mm-hmm. And was um, six, seven months after, I was feeling really down. Not with the fact that um, I, ha- I had a baby, but all the things that came together, you know, with yep. the responsibility and the loneliness oh, and yeah. all the, the bad side that motherhood brings to us yeah. and nobody tells you. Yeah, nobody. yeah. And so I decided to start to look for something that would bring me, you know, um, a purpose again. Yeah. Um, and I knew, I know how I love beauty and all things beauty. So I, I first bought this, this product, this makeup product from um, a girl that I saw on Instagram. Oh, I was hanging a lot on social media. Mm-hmm. And it was social media, it's good, right? It's bad, but it's good. Yeah. When you find a community to support you, it's so good. And it yeah. was what was helping me a lot at that time. Wow. So women, when they get together on social media to support other people, other women, it's magical. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> focus <laughs> and then um i remember i was spending my life uh my days on pjs and baby dirty all around oh yeah the and the first and time everything. that i put this makeup on yeah <laughs> the first time that i put that makeup on was kind of magical because i felt pretty again because i wasn't feeling pretty for yeah quite some time i know and i love it to look at the mirror and look how oh, hey girl you're still there exactly you, know, you still got it <laughs> i can see you now i know yeah, for... <laughs> yeah you still got it girl <gasps> i know <laughs> there are people that can say oh that's silly you are not just pretty when you use makeup of course i agree Mm-hmm. but sometimes you can't not see how much pretty you are. Sometimes you are so lost on other things that you can really see it and have something to help you, like doing your hair or doing your nails or yeah. doing your makeup, changing yeah. your clothes. That makes all difference. And it's yeah. such a small thing, but makes difference, made on my life. Yeah. So I, I know that are people out there that feel the same, that cannot see and they they need to see because they will feel better. They 100%. will feel uh, happily, um, yeah, more happy with themselves. Yeah, when they they see how how much pretty they they have on the outside, and that will transfer for the inside or reveal from the inside. Yeah. Right. 100%. Yeah. No, that's true. I totally agree with, with what you're saying because the way that like the life works is. The way that we we think and feel on the inside is reflected on the outside. So if we don't feel good about ourselves on the inside, we're not going to take the time to to spice up the outside and really take care of the outside. So sometimes yeah. when we force ourselves to take care of the outside and to, you know, do your hair, put on a little bit of lip gloss, you know, go take a bath, like all these small things, they make a huge difference in the way that we feel about ourselves. And then we can show up confidently in the world. We can step into our purpose and we can actually start crushing our goals and taking life seriously again, you know? So I totally, yeah. totally get that. I, and I even, I, I went there. Like, I, I understand what you're saying about feeling like um, you 
kind of lost your purpose and lost your vision after having the baby. Because after I had two babies, I was like full on, full on baby mode. Like I did, I wasn't Mm -hmm. thinking about, I knew that I wanted to go into business and like do other things outside of the home, but I wasn't really, um, I wasn't ready to start. And I was starting to feel like my whole life was being consumed with my kids and the park and, you know, baby vomit and all these things. (laughs) And then after a few months of doing that, I was like, okay, Teresa, where are you? Like, wake up because this is not it. You haven't, you haven't arrived. There's more for you to do, you know? Hey, have you heard? I'm hosting a workshop that's all about how to align your goals with your purpose. And so if you feel like you don't have 100% certainty or clarity on exactly what your purpose is, then this is for you. This is also for you if you feel like you don't know what you were designed to do. Like you know that you're gifted, you know that you have an amazing personality, but you don't know how to use it to bring alignment to your life when it comes to living your purpose, then this is for you. Also, if you feel like you have these big, amazing goals, but you have no idea if they're actually connected to your purpose, then this is for you. And lastly, if you have a slight idea of what your goals are and a slight idea of what your purpose is, but you don't quite understand how to mesh the two together, then you definitely need to grab your seat to join me in this workshop. So go to www.teresaforever.com slash alignment workshop. Again, that's www.teresaforever.com slash alignment workshop. I'll meet you there. That's what kind of shifted everything for me, but I can totally relate to losing yourself and then, you know, being woken up and like stepping out of that, that fog. Cause it, it, it's, it's a real thing. It really does happen to a lot, a lot of moms. Yeah. And, um, I'm glad I I thank God every day that I didn't get any postpartum depression Yeah, because I, I, I need, I know how it was hard that time, that first step you know, to come out of this fog. And I know that I, I didn't have postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine how harder it can be for the moms who have it. Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to hug them and help them with something, you know, if I could. And because it's this first step, it's the hardest, but it's so worthy yeah. when you do it, right? When you wake up and like, okay, no. I don't get, I don't want that anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and not go back because now you are a mom. You have a lot of different things going on, right. but I need to find myself again and mm-hmm. myself as a mom, mm-hmm. but as a happy mom, because the kids will be happier. Your exactly. husband will be happier, will exactly. be happier. You will be much more happier when you find this balance. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And even we don't realize, but like, being a mom is just a role that we play. It's not, it's not who we are. It's not all that we are. Like I'm still T you're still Camila. Like we're still people and we are mothers too. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned um, how the community helped you when you were feeling, you know, lonely and all that stuff. Like, can you just share with us the importance of being in a loving, supportive community, especially when you feel like you've lost yourself. Oh my God. 
Um, where I start? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's transforming. I think when you need the most, you know, when you need the most, it's transforming because um, some days you just need a word, one little word mm. or one little sentence like, okay, I understand you. I've been there. Yeah. Or you, it's it's not forever. Um, you get that. Sometimes you just need that. And sometimes your spouse didn't know because he's so um, linked with other things that he right. can't have the, he doesn't have the empathy because he didn't have, he didn't feel that way. Yeah. And when you are in a supportive, when you find the supportive communities um, on, on Facebook groups or on Instagram or whatever mm-hmm. you find it online and they share the experience that you have, they know exactly what you need to, to listen. And it's not fake. I'm not saying that they will tell you something just to make you feel better because they know what you need to listen. Right. But they know the pain mm-hmm. and they know exactly how to kind of from far hold your hand so you can stand up from that yeah. situation. So that for me was good. I had, I'm still on a group of mothers on Facebook that we all had our babies at the same time. So mm-hmm. we all were going through the same things and um, few moms were, were not a first time moms, but a lot of them, including me, were, uh, was um, first time moms. And yeah. we learned a lot together. We shared a lot together. And that was good. A free mm-hmm. and safe space where you can share and get support is important. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. What's the name of the group for anyone who might be interested in joining? Oh, it's Moms Helping Moms. <laughs> awesome. 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 Yeah. Okay. So when you when you decided to step into your purpose and like do the mothering thing and also have your own thing, like being who you are, how did your husband feel about that? Oh, he's very supportive. Thank God. I have a very supportive husband. Awesome. He just, um, he did a lot of questions, you know, he yeah. asked a lot of questions like, okay, is that good? Does that will, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I, I even don't remember exactly his questions, but yeah. he was asking if I was sure mm-hmm. because we could, nobody, and we included, could spend money just to spend money. If I was sure that I wanted to do that. And I was like, yes, because I love how I felt. I, I, of course, I love the product. It's a good product and it's beautiful. But what made me took this leap of faith was how it made me feel. Mm. And then we talk about it and he was very supportive. So I just, you know, went there and signed up yeah. with this girl that was super, oh, she's, a, she's so lovely. <laughs> and yeah and I sign up and I I received my kit everything and I did my first video showing my my kit and today I laugh every time because I recorded 40 times wow. the video 
Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It happens to me too. <laughs> Even still, like I'll make a video and re-record it a thousand times before I actually post it. <laughs> yeah. And it was the first video. So if you go on my Instagram and watch it, you will laugh too because I was like a robot. <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> and and it, it's good because now I can see how much I have grown since then. But oh, yeah. um, and so I shared this and what was funny is that all my friends and family that it's your first customers when you have a business like that in direct mm-hmm. sales, they are abroad. So I have to, you know, just put my face there to a lot of a lot of people that I know, of course, because they are following me there on social media, but also a lot of people that I've never seen before. Mm. But I just got uh, good messages and support of, of everyone and it was good. And at first, um, I was doing the videos in a very weird way and I decided to go and learn about it. You know, I, I, when I do something, I like to do it very, very secure. So I need yeah. to learn about it. So I started to dive in on books and things related to market, oh, yeah. uh, things related to self-development. Mm-hmm. And But I, I think now I can tell that. At first, I was more taking it as a hobby. It was a hobby that helped me a lot because I had something just for me, for me put my my energy my focus and distracting me off from the things that you know from all the bad not bad but bad stuff from motherhood yeah yeah so it was really good I hear you I hear you so when you when you first first tell us what this what this business is and then explain what clicked for you when you actually took your business from like zero dollars and treating it like a hobby to then having your biggest sales month. What was it that that changed for you? Okay. So as I told you, I started to um, doing my research on self-development and uh, marketing. So I started to read a lot or and watch a lot of, of things. And I found that something that I have never heard before. You know, limiting beliefs, of course, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you have inside of you that little mean voice that says, you are not enough. Oh, or yeah. You are doing that, but you, you know, and, and no one will take you, take you for uh, serious. And I was thinking that, okay, that's just me criticizing myself or being too hard. But then I realized that this was based on things that um, I had experiences that I had before yeah. and I started to dig in more deeper mm. and I realized that it was it were um, limiting beliefs and how to overcome that how to change the take this narrative and find find proof that it's not true Come on. and change the narrative in my head yeah it's not easy. Of course, it's not because it's a training and you are so used. You know, I have 32 years. Yeah, so I yeah. was so used to, to have this mean talk in my head. And I still working on it. But it was right there when I started to see the change. The mm-hmm. change on myself that reflected on, 
reflected on my business. Yeah. And I'm so glad I I don't want to go back. Yeah. Because even though, of course, it reflected really good on my business was when it took me from zero to my best month and my ranking up. It also got me from to a better place as a person, you know? Because now I know that I can change all these mean voices inside of my head. And even the ones that are not related with business. Right. Right. Yeah. It's so amazing. I was, I was actually, um, I, I had a similar experience with in my life with my business for the longest time I was trying, like I was hustling, doing all the things, had all the funnels, doing everything and trying to grow my business and nothing was happening until I started to actually work on myself and like really not just like Teresa, what's wrong with you or Teresa, like you're doing something wrong. Let's look at what you're doing wrong. It was like really peeling back the layers and understanding what were you taught as a child about business? What, what did you um, believe that like business requires in order for you to be successful. If you think that you have to work 500 hours before you're successful or work five years before you start making money, then that's why you're not making any money right now. Like I had to really like do the deep work, like you're talking about and transform my beliefs and, and, and address all of those things before I started seeing any results in my life. And it taught me that I am truly creating my, my life from who I am on the inside. Because on the outside, yeah, you are the author. Yeah, hundred percent. On the outside, we can look polished and like you know successful in all these things. But on the inside, if we feel like you know we're not successful business owners or we don't have what it takes, and you know we're not enough, we're not smart enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not whatever enough, then we'll never get the results. We'll never, we'll never actually see any enoughness in our life. But when we change yeah. that way of thinking. We can create something different. So that's so powerful. I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, but because that's true, right? And you put in a very better way than I. (laughs) 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 And it's true. And I I wish they teach that on school, you know, because a lot of my limiting beliefs, they come from my childhood. I'm not blaming my my parents. They didn't know better. They did what they exactly. You know, they did what they could with the love that they had, but unfortunately, a lot of things came from my childhood. Yeah. So they should teach that in school, not 100%. other things that we will never use again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's so true. It's so true. They could even like this could become like a science lesson or like you know some kind of because I know a lot of things that they teach in, in science and math and like, we never use that in real life. So why don't they include some psychology and help us to understand how our brain works so that we can actually yeah. go out and create successful lives, you know, that'd be yeah, way better. Would, it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So tell us about your business. What is your business? Oh, okay. I work with an amazing makeup brand called Mascara Beauty and it's a cream makeup base. And it's awesome because it makes highlight and contouring easy. Mm. Something that I would never thought of using before. I thought it was just for, you know, Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, girl. When you, you, you have something that makes all, that, all, all the makeup easy, it's so amazing when you can be able to 
you know, use and feel and, and, and be pretty and feel pretty and see yeah. how pretty you are. It's um, amazing. Definitely. And this, uh, this makeup brand is, it's bourbon free. It's all the goods, bourbon free, gluten free. There's no harsh chemicals and it's, it just makes your routine easy because you get a fast application on highlight and contour, something mm-hmm. that is already well and looks so professional. Yeah. That's why I fell in love at first. Okay. So explain to us what is the, contouring for those of us who are not really familiar with makeup? Oh, okay. Um, contour is when you use a darker color to mimic the shadows, the natural shadows on your face. Okay. And you will normally put the contour in the places where that shadow will be. Um, Underneath your cheekbones, around your forehead, on your jawline. And what that does is, you know, when you use black to look slimmer, thinner, it's kind of the same because you can frame your face (laughs) and just make your features appear more, enhance the features that you love. And just work around the ones that you didn't love that much. So you can frame your face and make your cheeks pop more. Like um, if you have a broad forehead, you can make it look smaller. If you have um, a broad nose, you can make it look thin. Mm -hmm. And the highlight part is just the opposite. You will make, you will bring attention to the parts that you love the most, like the center of your face, your eyes, you know, just like that. Yeah. And sounds first when you know nothing about makeup, it it sounds kind of hard and difficult. <laughs> and when you see on YouTube those those beauty influencers using seventeen steps, oh yeah, oh my god, it's overwhelming. But you can do it in just four steps, and this makeup is all about simplifying those steps for you wow and making it easy for every woman out there amazing that sounds amazing so where can we go to find this product and to learn more or to even buy it if we want it oh you can you can go to my instagram on i have a link in my bio i can color match people um online it's super easy and do it more online than in person and my instagram is at by underscore (laughs) Camila underscore Braga at by underscore Camila underscore Braga and just DM me and we can chat about it and see what is the best the best thing for you and customize your makeup just for you Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I will definitely be linking um, your social media in the show notes so if you guys want to check it out Go to the show notes. I have all of her links there. Um, Send her a DM and let her know, you know, your biggest takeaway from this episode, you know, how this resonated with you, what you plan on doing because of this episode. And you can also reach out to her and let her know if you would like this product. She said it's an easier way to highlight and contour and without doing like the 17,000 steps that you see the beauty influencers do on YouTube, right? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So before we leave, you got to give us what is your one piece of advice that you would tell another mom who feels like they are um, they're losing themselves right now because of the kids? Um, that's just a phase, you know, and it's it's completely normal. There's nothing wrong with you if you're feeling stuck or lost. Mm-hmm. You just need to find the way that will take you from that place. And I, I just say you need to find a way because it's different for each person. Right. But you will find it, definitely. 100%. 100%. Thank you so much for being here with us. This was amazing. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me, T. This was amazing. Yeah, My no baby is loving too. <laughs> Hi, baby. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We will talk to you soon. Bye bye. All right. So now, now that you've heard this episode, I want you to hit me up on Instagram and let me know what your biggest takeaways were. So, what is one thing that you heard Camilla say in this episode? that really, really, really caught your attention and got you like thinking about your life, like actually analyzing what you're doing, how you're thinking, how you're feeling and how you're showing up in your life, right? Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how how this encouraged you or what you learned or what your highlight was. And I will talk to you next week. Ta-ta.